Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page, and I am so excited for today's guest. I'm going to just tell you a little bit about her. She has a very influential voice in the green movement, corporate social responsibility, sustainable manufacturing, and she has won many awards along with her company. So it's very impressive, including the US EPA Safer Choice Partner of the Year five times. And she has really been a leader in sustainability. And she has won awards, including the Entrepreneur Magazine's 100 Powerful Women in 2020 and Conscious Companies World Changing Women in Conscious Business Award. I love that. And there is just an, a, an ongoing list of accomplishments. So with no further ado, I want to introduce you to Kelly Vlahakis Hanks, President and CEO of Ecos. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me here. It's really a pleasure and an honor to be on your program today. Oh, wonderful. Well, I'm thrilled. So I met um, you and your father um, many years ago. I was working for another platform, media platform, and I was at the Greek Film Festival. And you were there uh, promoting a green story, which is a film about your family and how how Ecos and Earth-Friendly Products started. And I was I had the privilege to interview your father, Van Vlahakis. And uh, so I kind of want to lay a little bit of the groundwork uh, yes. about your father and how he got started. And then we'll move into how you ended up working with your father. Oh, wonderful. Well, it was so terrific to meet you at the LA Greek Film Festival when the film first premiered. And that was back in 2012. So it's been great just to know you for almost a decade now, Tiffany. And so the film, A Green Story, you're right, it was about my father's life story and our company. And it's really a David and Goliath film. So you see the small family-owned and operated business competing against these corporate giants and winning in the retail space because we're doing the right thing for our customer, we're doing the right thing for our employees, and the right thing for our beautiful shared planet. But it really chronicles my dad's story, which begins on the island of Crete in Greece. So he was born there in 1935, and he grew up in Nazi-occupied Greece very difficult days during his childhood, lost his father in the concentration camps. Many people don't realize that so many Greeks were interned when they resisted the advancement of Mussolini's troops and Hitler's troops. And so it was it, it was difficult, his childhood, but at the same time, he grew up surrounded by so much natural beauty. He sought refuge swimming in the beautiful waters, in the Cretan Sea, in the Libyan Sea, in the Aegean Sea. And he really utilized nature as his 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 greatest playground, his greatest source of inspiration. When he was 18 years old, he hit on a ship, came to this country, $20 in his pocket, did not speak the English language, lived on in homeless shelters. So, um, you know, an immigrant story that's that's far too common. Yet his 
perseverance really led him to where we are today. And he studied chemistry at Roosevelt University because of all of the Greek root words and went on to be a chemist. And in the 60s, was working with a lot of dangerous chemicals and was reading different things like Rachel Carson's pivotal work, Silent Spring, and was thinking about why are we using all of these toxic ingredients in cleaning products, was thinking about how his mother would clean with lemon and vinegar, and and really way ahead of his time was a passionate and visionary man focused on safer cleaning, on greening our cleaning, and on doing things a better way. Incredible. And it must have been so hard at that time. I mean, I don't know when exactly chemicals were introduced. Uh, I know you have the nasties on your website that you talk yes. about. And wow, is that a long list. But for people, you know, t- for, for him to persevere with this and hold on to the company on top of it was very impressive. I'm absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'm proud to sit here 54 years later, you know, over five decades. And certainly you can imagine in those beginning days, we certainly didn't have the awareness, the consumer engagement or the retailer buy-in that we enjoy today. But he stayed really true to his convictions and the company slowly grew through the years. And I had the good fortune of joining him in 2003. So he passed away in 2014, seven years ago, but I had 11 years where I was able to work with him side by side. That is just so wonderful. It's just such a touching story. And you've you've taken on what he's done and then some. I mean, did he have a, a vision for Ecos? What do you think it was accomplished or was it actually has gone beyond what he could have even thought? Well, as far as I'm concerned, we're still in our infancy. We might be 54 years old, but I think there's so much opportunity for growth for our Ecos brand, especially as consumers become more aware of the dangers in cleaning products. And I think that, you know, my father's vision was to always build a company that would rival the largest companies in the world and that would really offer the consumer a safer alternative. Because in the end of the day, we have one beautiful shared planet and we must all fight for it together. So, you know, I, in in my own journey, I grew up in Illinois, went to UCLA for my undergrad and spent five years working for others. And I would very much advocate that anybody in a family business should spend time working for others. It's extremely important in your own professional journey and growth. But when I joined in 2003, I mean, I can just speak now for the facilities here in California. At that time, we were in an 8,000 square foot facility filling things by hand. Now we're in a 125,000 square foot facility and we have four more in Illinois, and Washington, New Jersey, and in Athens, Greece. You know, it was also a dream of his to return to his homeland and create jobs and create green jobs. So I was super thrilled to start that project in, in 2018. But we are constantly innovating and growing and, and really trying to showcase that business can truly champion change. And you can have a business that's environmentally responsible and profitable, that these things don't have to be diametrically opposed to one another. And and for too long, that's been the narrative. And I think that's one of the things I'm most impressive with you and, and the company, because it's not just about the product that's safer for people, but you encompass all of it from the manufacturing, from the the platinum zero waste, which I can't even imagine for manufacturing, from the carbon neutral to water neutral. We'll talk about all of that. And even just the way your 
manufacturing facilities are strategically placed for localized delivery. I think about that and maybe an Amazon, why did they do it? They probably did it to just to have quicker delivery, but you're doing it for less emissions, a more thoughtful reason behind it. And these are the reasons why I'm just so impressed with your with your company and that you do truly believe that people, planet and profit can all work together and you're the benchmark for it. So I'm so hoping that more companies follow in your footsteps as well. But Thank with you. that, let's, I mean, how hard is it to, to, I know obviously it wasn't done all at once. I think carbon neutral was 2013. Was that the That's kind right. of the first layout of it? Yes. And then, so that becomes carbon neutral because of, mostly because of your renewable energy. So you have yes. solar and. So we approach everything from, from many different uh, facets, right? So how could we reduce our carbon emissions? How could we tackle the problem? And so first and foremost was to invest in solar and to have renewable energy on all of our facilities. Back when uh, we put solar at our Illinois facilities in 2010, at that time, we were the largest commercial solar array in the state. I'm super proud of the fact that we've since been passed up. We want more people to do solars and go bigger and better. But it's such a wonderful source of energy. And when you think about it, yes, you have an initial upfront investment, but then you have the limitless power of the sun really driving your operations clean, green energy, and it also makes sense for the for the bottom line. And so, you know, we certainly tackled that first. We have an amazing VP of sustainability, Dr. Nottere, that I know you know well, Tiffany, as well. Yes. And so, you know, she has her PhD in both life cycle analysis and in education. And she joined us back in 2008 as a plant manager, and then in 2010 as our director of sustainability. And she's just been such a powerful force within our organization, forcing us, even that we're green-minded and we're trying to do the best, always encouraging us to go one step forward. And, you know, you brought up, Tiffany, zero waste is hard. It's hard to do in your home when a family (laughs) takes on the challenge to have zero waste. It's very difficult. And in our facilities, we're servicing some of the world's largest retailers like Walmart and Costco and Target and Sam's Club and, you know, and and to be able to produce our products and to have no waste. And um, it took a champion like her. I mean, I would literally show up at work, Tiffany, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about She'd be in the trash can wondering who brought this plastic water bottle to work and walking around the facility saying, who did this, you know, but that energy and that enthusiasm and that conviction and that leadership really, you know, permeated throughout every level of our organization. And it took buy-in from every level. And we really celebrated team members in every single aspect of our company that came to us and said, hey, I noticed we have waste here. What about if we did this? We had a production line worker who was looking at the fact that our labels, the backing could be utilized for fuel and a NASA program. And can't we give this for that? And so it's just really terrific. We would celebrate all of those team members as friends of the earth. And by working all together collectively, we achieved the zero waste. And that is audited every year. The platinum certification is audited every year. And then this year, on top of that, we got the LEED net zero certifications, which is extremely exciting because the U.S. Green Building Council, you know, would have the LEED certifications for the buildings. And now uh, also for our operations and processes, we have the LEED net zero. 
Wow, impressive! And Dr. Natara is a woman after my own heart. I love that she's in the in the in the dumpster. <laughs> yes, literally. I'd be like, Dr. Natara, I don't think our insurance allows you to spend your time in the trash. There, oh there's no trash, Kelly. There was going to be no trash. That's so funny. And now you also have a female VP of innovation. We uh, do, Jenna, Jenna Arkin. We just became our chief innovation officer and joins okay. us in the C-suite, hot off the press. So super excited to have her join our C-suite, which means now our C-suite is 60% women and 40% men. So we have a lot of women in leadership in our company. And I'm I'm super proud of that fact. We're obviously woman-owned. So we have the WeBank certification, which is the woman-owned designation. I should also mention, although my father's from Greece, my mother was African-American, so I'm Greek and Black mixed. We're also the only Black-owned company in the space and just have a lot of really uh, diverse leadership in all ranks. So if you look at our C-suite, 60% comprised of women. If you look at our executive team, the same thing. If you look at our R&D and our innovation teams and our technology teams, women in science, almost 70% of our chemists and our scientists are women. And then if you look at leadership in all levels, so from the plant floor all the way up, Anybody who manages anyone, 51% are women. And that's important because 51% of the United States population is comprised of women. And so those leadership roles should be occupied accordingly. And I think for me, it's been very important to build a company that's really reflective of the consumer we serve. Truly impressive. I just, I, I love hearing all that you're doing. It, it, it just, mm-hmm. uh, it's such an inspiration. It really is. You know, mm-hmm. when I, when I think about laundry, I, I, I know you're a cleaning company of many products, but I think what what shifted me first for me was laundry. And as I go to green events all over the country, really, there was always Ecos there, always supporting or sponsoring these uh, different green events. And of course, I've I tried it. And what was so interesting is, you know, it's it's a little shift. I mean, most people don't just change everything right at, at, at once. So, you know, laundry was my favorite chore to do growing up. And I I don't know if I can mention the competitors, um, it, not even really because they're the they're the part of the nasty. So if you <laughs> if you look on the Ecos website, man, it'll list all the these horrible, horrible caustic toxins and um, and what they do too. And there's one I can pronounce, acylphenol ethyloxalate. And that yes. is a endocrine disruptor, which disrupts your yes. hormones. I mean, and people think, well, you know, they don't know what that really means, but that puts your whole body out of balance. And so when I was growing up, I used, I'm going to say Tide and Bounce. Yeah. And those, oh my gosh, those were my go-to. I loved it, loved the smell. It was the best. You just felt like everything was so clean. And then things changed on our skin at home and we were having breakouts. I don't know whether it was a new improved coming your way, but just something shifted and we decided to change our laundry. And so I went with Ecos because I had spoken to everybody so much. I'd met you, I'd learned about the, the brand and there was no turning back. It changed everything. And the the irony now is now when I'm around very strong smelling detergents, I, I actually can't be around it. And neither can my, you know, my guy can't do it either. And he's not always on board with me with everything, yeah. but it makes us nauseous. It's unbelievable. 
Yes, I think that, you know, laundry is a, a wonderful gateway product into our brand because we're doing so much laundry. And I think people don't realize it, but skin is our largest organ. And so laundry detergents leave a residue on our clothes that's absorbed quicker through our skin than what's put into our mouths. So it's really, really important to use a green laundry detergent. But so many people grew up doing laundry the way their mother, their grandmother, their father, whoever was influential in their life did laundry. And so many of these things were passed down through generations. And I think a lot of consumers still today don't realize that there is no government authority policing what goes into cleaning products. There is no FDA. There is nobody checking cleaning products for health and human safety. And so people creating cleaning products can put whatever they want into those products and sell them to the consumers. And I think people have an inherent belief that, oh, if it's in a retailer, someone must have checked it. And unfortunately, as I stand here today in 2021, that's simply not the case. And even worse in the United States, not only is it not being checked, but there's not even a requirement to disclose ingredients. And so the consumer is buying a product that nobody is checking. And then you turn over, you look at the back of the product and you don't even have the opportunity to read what's in the product. And so one of the things that we fought hard for at Ecos was to have transparency and labeling. The consumer has the right to know what's in the cleaning product. And I'm really proud of the fact that as of 2021, California became the very first state in the nation to require the disclosure of ingredients. So at least now consumers can look at their cleaning products and decide whether or not to bring them into their home. But alongside of that, now the consumer sees it, but what does it mean? And that's why we published the list of nasties that you recommended. And you, you mentioned Jenna Arkin, who just became our chief innovation officer. She led that charge and the creation of that list so that people could go to our website, go to ecos.com. They could read the ingredients and not just see the ingredients, but see what studies were showing. Hey, this ingredient is carcinogenic. This ingredient is linked to an increase of asthma because there's so many illnesses that we can link to the various ingredients that are found in our everyday cleaning products. And I think so many of us have a loved one or ourselves or someone we know closely dealing with cancer, asthma, nerve and organ damage, and we're trying so hard to figure out how to protect them. And one of the things that we can do is select cleaning products that do not contain these carcinogenic chemicals, because it really is, it's heartbreaking that at this day and age, it still goes on. It is. Uh, it's amazing that things can be, what is it when it's like a perfume or, or fragrance can be, it's yes. like a secret it's a secret ingredient yes. that doesn't have to be disclosed. And, 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 you know, and this is the thing, Tiffany, when, when they're fighting against transparency, the companies are arguing for its proprietary information, but it's trade secrets. And the, the ridiculousness of that argument is that technology allows all of us who have the technology to reverse engineer one another's products. They can reverse engineer my product and know what's in it. I can reverse engineer their product and know what's in it. The only person that doesn't know is the consumer that's buying it in the store. So there is no trade secret that they're hiding here. They're just really fooling the consumers who have the right to know and who, have a, who want to vote with their dollars and buy the products that they believe in, the brands that they believe in. And when we look at our kind of wellness routines, you know, we think about the food that we eat. We think about exercise, we think about personal care products, but we must 
think about cleaning products, it's a critical piece in our own journey to wellness because it's the air that we breathe. It's the plates we eat off of. It's the glasses that we drink out of, right? You put your water in your glass every day and you're drinking out of it. If you're smelling your glass, you're taking out a dishwasher and you go, hmm, smells clean like lemons and like this and that, you know, no, it actually smells very, very deadly. If you look at the back of those products, you'll see skulls and crossbones that say do not ingest. Yet every single day we ingest it when we put our water or our drinks into that glass. And so the cumulative effect of those ingredients are definitively linked to so many illnesses. And this is the unfair thing that's happening. It definitely is a false sense of security because if it's on the shelf, people just assume that it's safe. And then, yes. like you said, they go with the brands that maybe they grew up with. So yes. I've switched that all out. I am all about plant power. All right. So, and yeah, so the laundry detergent, you actually, you you had a, a great little gift. Well, I made it a gift box. I'm a practical girl. So I got family and friends involved. And at Costco, there was a box at one time that was kind of like a trial box with, I think there were like nine products in it. Yes. And I would send, those were gifts. Those were holiday gifts. Those went I love to, that. And I thought it was a great way for people to kind of get familiar with a brand that maybe they weren't familiar with. So I hope that you bring something like that back. We actually have, and I will send some to you, Tiffany, for your listeners and your audience. We have a beautiful little Ethos home and it's got, you know, our dish and our all purpose and our laundry and our hand soap because I, like you, like to give the gift of greening your cleaning. I like to give the gift of a healthy home. And so, you know, when you go to someone's home, some people bring wine, some people bring chocolates. I always love to bring the opportunity to have a clean, green and healthy home with our Ethos kit. It's funny, I had visited some friends in Ireland and I had gone to the market in Cork and they were selling our toilet bowl cleaner and our stain and odor remover and a bunch of the bathroom accessories. And so I fashioned a kit myself and I, I took it as a, as a gift to this dinner party. I had not realized that um, my dear friend hadn't told her parents that I had a cleaning products company. And so you can imagine everyone's surprise as I showed up with toilet bowl cleaner. <laughs> Was she saying something about our house? <laughs> I said to my friend, you didn't tell them I had a cleaning products company. <laughs> I love that. That is so something I would do. I'm such a practical, I'm a Taurus. I'm a very practical girl like that. And uh, Cork is actually, my grandmother's from Cork. So Ireland, oh, it's funny. a beautiful place. And Ireland's a very green country, very progressive with, with environmental issues. Oh, I love that. I haven't been there or Greece, two places I would really love to go. So with products, I'm, I'm interested in if people still think that chemical-filled cleaning products somehow clean better, you know, and then the new one improved. And it's like, oh, we got to get that one because it kills 99.9% .9 of this. And they bring these horribly toxic products into their home and somehow think that maybe is plant power not going to clean good enough? And why do we think that? Right. So if there's one thing I'd want your audience to remember... Cleaning should not mean spreading toxins around our home, right? So cleaning should not mean spreading toxins. And I think that 
unfortunately, you know, people have been trained to think that, oh, we want kill claims, we want kill claims. But we have to remember, we too are living organisms. We too are coming into contact with these products and these kill claims. And it's having a detrimental effect on our health. When COVID hit back in March here in the US of 2020, you know, I did a lot of speaking engagements and virtual formats to caution people about the rapidly swinging pendulum to disinfect, disinfect, disinfect. If you actually went to the recommendations that they were giving, they were saying first clean and cleaning means the removal of germs and viruses from a surface. Disinfecting is only the second step, right? So to clean, you want to use a very safe cleaning product, and it's extremely effective in removing viruses, germs, and dirt from surfaces. And you want to make sure you're not using products. I was saying to people at the time, you're using products that are compromising your lung health, and we're dealing with a virus that is attacking people's lungs, and we're actually allowing the virus to have, you know, a stronger power because our lungs are compromised by the cleaning products in our home. So to be very careful about that, you know, some of these products like bleach, I understand it has an application in the hospital for a blood spill, but in your everyday life where you're whitening your whites or you're cleaning your home, it shouldn't be part of that, right? You can do things like whitening clothes with, you know, a non-chlorine bleach. You can do things like cleaning your surfaces with plant-based surfactants. We now know that our coconut-based surfactants work just as good and oftentimes better than the petroleum-derived counterparts. And I think, unfortunately, for a long time in the natural products industry, green science was not as powerful as it is today. And so people maybe had some early interactions with green brands where the products in terms of efficacy didn't match the conventional brand. But we as companies understand that consumers shouldn't have to sacrifice efficacy. And frankly, to make a sustainable product, you must make a product that works. And so through the years, green science has grown and we've invested in it and we've innovated. If you actually look at the Safer Choice certification on our products, there's three ways you get that. Number one, you have to have the greenest ingredients available in the marketplace. Number two, you have to be innovating in terms of green science. And number three, the product has to be efficacious. It has to work. And that's why I like the Safer Choice certification, because when you see it on the front of pack, you know it's efficacy, it's innovation, and it's green science. And to be successful in the marketplace, you have to have all three. So for some of your listeners that might have tried green products in the past and been unhappy with the performance, I would urge them to try again, because every year we're all getting stronger. I think that's such an important uh, segue that we're going to talk about, because if you think about your, wait, Jenna is now not the VP of innovation. She's moved up. Chief innovation officer. (laughs) Chief innovation officer. And how, you know, you're constantly looking for the next thing, the next thing. And the liquid laundry detergent in the jugs is what I was using. You also have a very concentrated version, which I've also used. And I like that as well. And it's in a smaller container. Oh, just on a side tangent, I was at Costco actually, and there was a sale on the the detergent and you can get these two big jugs and people were in the, in the aisle and I was, I, I was recommending the, the earth, the ecos and I was telling people why, Yay. which I thought was really funny. <laughs> and Thank I recorded you. it all. <laughs> Thank you. There's nothing I love more okay. than an impromptu demo from someone that believes in our brand. Thank you, Tiffany. You're welcome. So funny. But so with that, 
you know, you're always looking for the next thing. And so the next thing was or is Eco yes. uh, laundry yes. sheets, liquidless laundry sheets. That's These right. are a game changer. So I, I tried them. I love them for many reasons. They are just easy, right? You can just throw it in your wash and you don't have to measure anything. You know, my mom really likes them because I get her the giant jug and we do mm-hmm. transfer it into a smaller jug so it's easy mm-hmm. for her to lift. But I tell you, you can get really lazy with these guys. You just take it and throw it in the in the wash and it's it's done. And so I, I really do recommend these. I really, I do love these. So what is this sheet? What is this made out of? And how does that Thank work? you. So as you said, we're always trying to innovate. We're always trying to do better to be better. And so one of the things that we recognized many years ago is we have to find a solution to the plastic problem. How can we really find a product that delivers on our promise to our consumers, but that we get rid and we reduce our plastic? And so we started going from virgin plastic to post-consumer recycled content plastic. Then we started doing concentrates, but we really realized that the only way to get rid of plastic was to get rid of water. And so we had to get rid of the water so that we could get rid of the plastic container. And that's where our liquidless laundry sheets came about because it's really our powerful enzymatic formula and it's our highest efficacy enzymatic offering. And we've dehydrated it. And so we've taken the water out of the product and we have it in a sheet. And so it's just a simple sheet like this, but it has all the power that you would have in our, in our, in our liquid laundry detergent. And if you were traveling with the sheet, you could throw it in your suitcase. If you were doing a small load, you could rip the sheet in half. If you're washing it in your sink, you could maybe even use a smaller one. And it's really a, it's really a great innovation for, for us. And we actually just announced that we're going to launch this same format for our auto dishwashing detergent as well. And so we've now taken the the water out of our auto dish and we've got our sheet. Because when you think about it, the consumer, do they need the water? I mean, they're putting it into a tank with water. They're putting it into a machine with water. And so for auto dish, it also made sense to remove the water because the consumer already has the water in their appliance. And so that water just needs to interact with the surfactants to create the cleaning power. And so um, we're really excited. Plus, when you think about the fact that so many consumers have moved to shopping online, I mean, I think COVID showed that this, I mean, it, it expedited it by five times the expected amount. It also lightweights it. So it's easy for shipment and it's light. And as you were saying with your mom, maybe with a larger bottle, you know, she poured it into something smaller. But even for people that might have trouble lifting things or people that have disabilities, you now have something that's very easy and lightweight to use. Isn't that great? I just love it. Well, and I don't want people to think that we're only, we're just talking about laundry because it happens to be my my chore that I like, but you have a whole slew of products. I mean, more than I actually even knew. I, I was online. Your website looks amazing, by the way. And uh, yeah, there's tons of products. Oh, you're welcome. And yes. how hands-on are you with like, say the, the farmers, you know, because it's plant powered. Like yes. you talk about the coconut surfactants. Are, are you, do you go there or how do you, yes. you know, how, how does that work? Absolutely. You know, right now we're actually trying to work on creating zero waste coconut plantations. So I've traveled to Vanuatu, which is a group of 83 islands off the coast of Australia. And I've met with the farmers 
And we're trying, because what we utilize, if you think of a coconut, we're using the inside of the fruit or the white part, the copra. And then we use that and we use the steam press to get to extract the oil from it. And so when you do that, you still have the husk and the shell and other things that could have a root to market. So we're really trying to find a way to go back into our supply chain and look for ways to create less waste in our supply chain as well. I've gone to to the lavender fields and I've ridden the combines for the first lavender harvest of the season and followed the lavender to the steam distillery. And it's great to have those kinds of relationships with the farmers that create the things that go into our products. There is a lot of farming in bulk. That's a natural product. The product may vary. The consistency may vary. We're not using these harsh synthetic ingredients that are always the same. So knowing our suppliers is, is definitely important. I would love to go to the lavender farm sometime. I have been to your plant here in California. I was there for the 50th anniversary celebration. And I mean, it's beautiful if you can talk about a manufacturing plant. It's so clean and open and just, it's just, just beautiful. Um, you. you know, when we did this plant, we also brought in another very talented woman, Evie Giovannopoulou, who's our lead certified architect that did the building. And so it was to look at paints with no VOCs and bamboo flooring and get as much natural light as we could get into the facilities. We actually are the first manufacturer just that just got the well certification. And the well certification actually takes a look at employee programs. Do you have paid paternity, paid maternity? What is your insurance programs? What are the, the ergonomics when people are sitting or standing? How much natural light does each team member have? And so they really do a comprehensive audit to just see how the space impacts the team member in this space. And so getting the well certification was very exciting as well, because we want to take care of our team members who are here making our products every day. That is impressive. I mean, you really walk the walk in all aspects, especially with the, I think you kind of started, I feel from what I first heard about it is a, a living wage, raising the wage of your employees. And I now you see Amazon like advertising about it, you know, but you kind of led the way. I think that's uh, very impressive. Thank you. We took it to $17 an hour back in 2014, because we were constantly looking at the cost of living and recognizing that we wanted to make sure that our team members who are working in these production jobs had enough pay to have a comfortable life. And when you look at the federal minimum wage at that time in 2014, it was like $7.25. It's just unbelievable. And so really making sure to build a company that honors and respects each and every team member is critically important for your success in the marketplace. And I think too many companies today are driven by short-term capitalism and they're not thinking of the long-term. And by taking care of team members, they take care of you as well. And I think so many people ignore the transactional costs when you don't retain team members. You have to rehire, you have to retrain, you lose corporate memory. There are costs that hit people's bottom lines when they really are paying these minimum wages. And so I'm glad to see that so many other companies are finally talking about it. And I think with the current labor shortage in the marketplace, it's become of critical importance to be a high road employer because the employees have a chance to pick where they want to work. And if employers are not offering fair wages or fair benefits, they're suffering greatly right now. That's such a truth. Yeah. Happy employees. That's for sure. I 
what was going to mention just because we're talking about some acronyms like LEAD. So for people who don't know, the LEAD certified is Leadership of Energy and Environmental Design. And then I also wanted to mention the plastic, you know, there is still plastic being used in in other other products because there's a whole line from the toilet bowl cleaner that you mentioned to glass cleaner to the yep. uh, dishwashing. I mean, I, I use it all. And that is post-consumer recycled plastic. So for, for people that don't know, if you wanted to take a minute to just, you know, tell people what that means. Yeah. You know, we have 200 products in our, our line of cleaning products. Wow. We (laughs) a lot of products to cover all aspects of green your cleaning. So we have our general household. We have our partnership with the Walt Disney company for our Disney baby ecos offering. We have our pet ecos offering for our fur babies who are also suffering with so many of these illnesses. And we're also struggling to protect our pets too. And we have a general household, industrial and institutional cleaning line. So for restaurants and hospitals and and schools where our children are spending such large parts of their days. So really to look at all of green, your cleaning. And what we're doing as a company is, you know, we're taking a hard look at the content in our products and ensuring that it's the safest and the greenest content possible. And then we start looking at the packaging as well. And so, you know, it is a process. I remember probably about 10 years ago now, we launched a refill program at Whole Foods Market here in Huntington Beach. We were super excited. We put in all the refill stations and we said, this is it. The consumer will now come refill their laundry detergent. And this will take care of the plastic problem. Nobody would come and do it, right? And so companies are kind of on this journey with their consumers where we're trying to engage them and encourage them and to engage and encourage our retail partners. But the consumer has so much power in terms of helping us move these initiatives forward. And so as we are now, we're approaching the plastic problem from so many different ways. As I showed you with the sheets, we have the liquidless sheets. We're also coming out with a liquidless toilet bowl cleaner, another area of your home that already has water. And so it's easier to dehydrate. But we're also, you know, looking at refillable containers, concentrates, aluminum durable packaging containers. We partnered up with Loop and we designed an entire line in our aluminum containers. So we're approaching it from many different angles. We also have a really cool mother and child package where if you shop at Whole Foods Market, you'll see our all-purpose cleaner and you'll have a child that kind of clicks into the larger mother so that you can refill the child several times and you don't have to rebuy either the trigger sprayer or the cap. So different ways to approach the problem in an effort to get to eventually a line that is entire free of plastic. That's wonderful. I just bought that actually, that click in. I thought that was very cool. I have to tell you, Tiffany, that product is actually the last product I worked on with my father before he passed away in 2014. And I actually got the patent on that product in 2017, three years after he was gone. And it was such a I know it was an emotional day for me to just see a patent with his name and my name on it together three years after he was no longer with us. So I am, I'm so just thrilled about that product of the marketplace. We actually, they just picked it up in DECA on the military bases. And so now it's going to be on all the U.S. military bases around the world. And my father's from Crete. And there's a U.S. military base on Crete. And somehow the fact that his mother and child 
last invention is in the U.S. military base on the island of Crete. It just gives me so much joy and pleasure to know that his mission and his vision is still strongly felt from from here all the way back to his hometown. Wow, that really warms my heart. That is so special. And I don't even know if we mentioned that Ecos is home in Greek. That's what it means. And yes. I probably shouldn't put you on the spot of naming a favorite product. Oh, do you have a favorite product, <laughs> Kelly? <laughs> well, you know, I love our Parsley Plus. So I just, the, the scent is so beautiful. And so I really love walking in my kitchen and I love Parsley Plus. So that probably is my favorite product. I use it to clean everything. So I use it to clean all my surfaces I use it in my car to clean my car. I use it in my office. I use it kind of everywhere that I go. It's one of the products that I really love, but I definitely love all of our products. I mean, it's, you know, to do something, to get up every morning, it's a, it's a privilege to do something that I believe in with my whole heart and soul to lead a company where each and everything we do is something that I can stand behind and firmly believe in. It really drives me. It gets me up in the morning. It gets me excited. And it really, this last year and a half, obviously, as you can imagine, was a challenging time leading during a global pandemic. A cleaning products company, Tiffany, was not for the faint of heart. You know, when the world shut down in March of 2020, we had to rev up, not just run one shift, add a second shift, add a third shift. We didn't close for a day. And I'm just so proud of the work that my teams did. And I and I just have to add, because, you know, it's really to their credit, we have had zero transmission of COVID in our facilities. And the way we did it was by being very vigilant, mask wearing, distancing, cleaning with ecos. Those are the things that we did, but we really took care of one another. And we really, you know, I'm just proud of the work that the teams did because they rose up when the nation needed them the most. And really, it almost brings tears to my eyes. You know, it was a it was a hard time to lead because you knew that you couldn't close. You knew the world needed cleaning products. People were rushing our retail partners. I mean, Costco, Sam's, I mean, the shelves were empty. And so I remember in March, orders started coming in at eight times their normal patterns. And so as people were sheltering at home, we had to figure out how to make sure to rise up to meet the call and at the same time protect our team members. And I'm just so proud that as we sit here a year and a half later, we did it. And it's to the credit of every plant manager, every production supervisor, everyone that got up and showed up here every day. That is wild. And we thank you so much for doing that. That is no easy task at all. And I'm happy I I was in stock with everything needed with that as well. Green with Tiffany, I, I use choose to care. That's kind of my my motto, my hashtag. And the people that I interview are people that have chosen to care in in obviously many capacities. And so I was just wondering what made you choose to care as much as you do in all aspects? Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, it's many different things. So I grew up in Illinois with my mom and my mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was 14. And, you know, Tiffany, during those early years as a young person, I felt very helpless. I felt like I wanted to do more. And I can remember vividly dreaming about becoming an oncologist one day so that I could do more for her, so that I could save her. And I was super blessed with the fact she lived another 15 years. And I literally, you know, when she first got sick, my sister was two years old and my sister literally graduated from high school and we lost my mom the following month. And I 
she just willed herself across the finish line and was such a beautiful mother. But I wanted to do more for her. And as I started my own journey and I went to UCLA with that in mind, and I thought about our family business, I realized that doing more can come in many facets. You can be a doctor, but you can also be part of prevention through the work that we do. And so I think that for me, choosing to care comes from initially wanting to protect my mom and then understanding that all of us that are here, the most important thing is our health. There is nothing more important. And so I want to protect my daughter. I want to protect my friends. I want to protect my family. I want to make sure that we can do everything we can. And I think that your tagline of choose to care is such a beautiful tagline. And it's what we must all do. We must choose to care about one another. I don't think that it could have been more obvious during a time period than now when you're faced with a global pandemic. We must choose to care about one another. It's our only way to survive. And the climate crisis and the things that are on the horizon that we're going to face Unless we choose to care about it and take care of one another, we're not going to have the healthy, long lives that we want for ourselves and for our loved ones. And so it's a, it's a, it's a must. It's the only way I can live. It's the only way that I can imagine having a life of meaning and purpose. And I feel really thrilled to have the opportunity to serve in this capacity. Well, we're thrilled to have you. I thank you so much for that. I talk about Ecos, I promote Ecos, but I do, it's not necessarily about going and buying all the products as I talk to you, although I do highly recommend people to do that. But, you know, but Thank for you. people who want to make some changes in their home, what are some, you know, some things that they can do to have a less toxic home, maybe without necessarily buying a product? Like, so for me, like my biggest one, and I know not everybody loves this, but I have a no shoes no shoes home. So at the front door, your shoes have to come off. If you think about all the toxins that you bring in and the bacteria on the bottom of your shoe. So something, you know, easy like that. Do you have uh, a few recommendations for our listeners? I absolutely love that advice, Tiffany, because I think that, you know, there's so many simple things we can do. And, and like you're saying, it's not always about going out and buying products. It's just about changing our habits, right? So not buying products that are toxic. So if everyone could just say to themselves, hey, listen, I'm going to eliminate these things from our home because we know that indoor air pollution is five to 70 times higher than outdoor pollution because of the toxins we bring into our homes. So just like your rule for people to take off their shoes so they're not tracking in all of the things that they're encountering as they're walking outside, the same thing is true about not using our money to buy products that are toxic. And because products are now that are green are affordable, we can certainly go that route. Having a good water filtration system is also important. Having a clean water supply, I think that that is, you know, one of the very basic things. Water is life. You know, we talk about that a lot and having access to clean water is imperative. So people should get involved in projects around clean water in their neighborhoods in their counties and in their regions, because it is the water that you sit in when you take a bath, that you're using for your showers, that you're oftentimes drinking if you're drinking tap water. So people really need to be thinking about their water supply and having clean water supply. 
Having plants in your home is a wonderful thing. So you want to have plants to also naturally clean your air. That's why we talk about having trees outside. You need to have plants indoors. That's another wonderful thing that people can do. But I think everywhere you look and in every corner, there are ways to really tackle some of these assaults of toxins by just doing a few simple things. Thank you for those. Those are great. Really helpful. What do you see as the future of Ecos? Do you have a hope for Ecos now? I know you said you're in your infancy, so there's much more to come, I'm sure, which is very exciting. But anything that you wanted to share? My hope is that one day we just talk about cleaning products. We don't even talk about green cleaning products because it just is the way it is that everybody just expects these standards to be upheld and that we get together and we talk about cleaning products and efficacy, but the green is removed because nobody would dream of using anything less than that. And I dream about a company that our business model of championing change, of of looking at everything from sustainable manufacturing to green products to employee programs is something that is replicated by others and that companies really do their part to affect change. We can't just wait on the government to do it. We have to do it. Business has an important role to play. And I hope that, you know, we continue to grow and expand. I would love to build additional facilities across the United States and around the world and to really just grow our Ecos brand to take market share from those companies that aren't doing well and aren't doing good by our consumers. I sure hope so. I I fully believe and support in you and Ecos. And like I said, you're just a benchmark for everybody to, to, to do it right from the start and do it well-rounded, right? It's not just about one aspect of, oh, here's a green cleaning product, but their whole manufacturing is nothing green about it. So thank you. I mean, so many of the brands that started out as authentically green brands have now been purchased by conglomerates, right? So you look at our space, right? I mean, Mrs. Myers, Method, Ecover is all part of SC Johnson, seventh generation acquired by Unilever, We're really the last nationally distributed green brand in our space. I'm really proud of that, to be able to do things for the long run. That is something to be proud of. And I just wanted to mention that with S.E. Johnson on the commercials, and it'll say, a family company. And I think, really, am I meeting the person who has the the product I'm using? Am I ever going to know who they are? No, that is not the family company that I'm supporting. And you also want to look at all the portfolio of goods, right? So Mm -hmm. they make Raid, they make Windex, they make, I mean, they have such a diverse portfolio. Ecos only makes green products. That's all we do. We believe in it wholeheartedly. You know, I saw a quote. I watched the trailer for The Green Story just to be familiar with it again. I don't know if it was a quote from your father, but it said, I hope that each and every one of you will follow your dreams with the courage of your convictions. Oh my God, I get misty. (laughs) Yes, that is a direct quote from Van. It sure is. It's exactly what my dad said. That is not always easy to do. And it is what you are doing and is what he did. And I just... I just couldn't support you enough and your company and you are such an inspiration. And I thank you. And that's why I wanted to share your story to show people that there are companies that are doing it right. And you get to vote with your dollar and you get to choose to care and actually have a product that works and is safe for you. So I thank you very much. Thank you for your love, your commitment, your dedication to raising awareness, Tiffany 
for using your platform for so much good and for so much learning for all of us. I truly think you are an inspiration and I really appreciate you using your influential voice to impact change. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is Kelly Vlahakis-Hanks. She is the president and CEO of Ecos, a company that I am very proud of and love to talk about. And I thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Tiffany, for having me here. And please, Greenwood Tiffany, you can rate, subscribe and share. We'd love to hear your comments. And thank you for sharing a little bit of time with us here today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.